0: Welcome to the Corona of Thorns podcast. I'm Father Peter Swans, and today is Wednesday of the 18th week in Ordinary Time. Let's pray. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all.
1: And with your spirit.
0: and answer their prayers with unceasing kindness, that for those who glory in you as their creator and guide, you may restore what you have created, and keep safe what you have restored. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever.
2: Amen. A reading from the prophet Jeremiah. I will be the God of all the clans of Israel. It is the Lord who speaks. They shall be my people. The Lord says this, They have found pardon in the wilderness, those who have survived the sword. Israel is marching to his rest. The Lord has appeared to him from afar. I have loved you with an everlasting love, so I am constant in my affection for you. I build you once more, you shall be rebuilt, version of Israel. Adorned once more, and with your tambourines, You will go out dancing gaily. You will plant vineyards once more, on the mountains of Samaria. The planters have done their planting. They will gather the fruit. Yes, a day will come when the watchman shouts on the mountains of Ephraim, Up! Let us go up to Zion, to the Lord our God. For the Lord says this, Shout with joy for Jacob, Hail the chief of nations. Proclaim, praise. Shout,
3: The Lord has saved his people, the remnant of Israel. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord will guard us like a shepherd guarding his flock. The Lord will guard us like a shepherd guarding his flock. O nations, hear the word of the Lord. Proclaim it to the far off coasts. Say, He who scattered Israel will gather him and guard him as a shepherd guards his flock. The Lord will guard us, like a shepherd guarding his flock. For the Lord has ransomed Jacob, has saved him from an overpowering hand. They will come and shout for joy on Mount Zion. They will stream to the blessings of the Lord. The Lord will guard us, like a shepherd guarding his flock. Then the young girls will rejoice and will dance. The men, young and old, will be glad. I will turn their mourning into joy. I will console them, give them gladness for grief. The Lord will guard us, like a shepherd guarding his flock. Alleluia, Alleluia. Alleluia. A great prophet has appeared among us. God has visited his people. Alleluia. Alleluia.
0: The Lord be with you.
1: And with your spirit.
0: A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew.
1: Glory to you, O Lord.
0: Jesus left Gennesaret and withdrew to the region of Tyre and Sidon. Then out came a Canaanite woman from that district and started shouting, Sir, son of David, take pity on me. My daughter is tormented by a devil. But he answered her, not a word. And his disciples went and pleaded with him. Give her what she wants, they said, because she's shouting after us. He said in reply, I was sent only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. But the woman had come up and was kneeling at his feet. Lord, she said, help me. He replied, It is not fair to take the children's food and throw it to the house dogs. She retorted, Ah, yes, sir, but even house dogs can eat the scraps that fall from their master's table. Then Jesus answered her, Woman, you have great faith. Let your wish be granted. And from that moment, her daughter was well again. The Gospel of the Lord.
1: Praise to you, Lord Jesus
0: Christ. The Gospel we have today, um, it's a little bit disturbing, um, and it's unfamiliar to see Jesus speaking to this Canaanite woman in, in such a fashion. It's not fair to take children's food and throw it to the house dogs. Now, here I think we can see that Jesus, he's not using the word dog as something especially complimentary. And, um, you know, in Matthew's Gospel, Jesus actually makes reference to dogs before, you know, and again, not very complimentary. He says, don't give to dogs what's holy. In the biblical world, you know, dogs aren't cute and and fluffy and cuddly, you know, the way that we would regard our pets um, today. We're not talking about, you know, Paris Hilton's Chihuahua being carried around in a leather Fendi bag. No, dogs are low creatures. And on the one hand, Jesus says that he's been sent to the lost sheep of the house of Israel, that he's come to give bread to the children, uh, but not to the house dogs. And it's here that the Canaanite woman comes up with a, a brilliant response. Yes, sir. But even the house dogs eat the scraps that fall from their master's table. Now, for starters, notice that she doesn't get offended. She doesn't jump onto her high horse and say, how dare you call me a dog? Uh, Instead, she kind of rolls with it and highlights the fact that, yes, I may be very lowly, but I'm also yours. Even the house dogs eat the crumbs that fall from the master's table. That the dogs themselves have masters too, and the head of the household is the owner of the dogs. And so I may well be a dog, but I'm your dog. And it's at that point that Jesus then answers her Woman, you have great faith. Let your wish be granted. Now here's the thing has Jesus just had a really quick turnaround? to go from referring to her as a house dog to now praising her for her great act of faith? Um, no, I, I don't think so. I don't think that she's won him over. I, I think there's been a bit of a game that's been played. You know, when two people are infatuated with each other uh, and they play this game of, of being hard to get, you know, all sort of play push you away uh, in the hope that playing this game... I'll actually lose, that you'll win and you'll possess me and I'll be yours. I think that's a little bit of what's going on here, that Jesus kind of play pushes her away in the hope that in this game he'll lose and that she will receive him and he will be hers. And that's what happens, right? In this moment, she is brought into humble faith, and adoration of Jesus, and Jesus has brought her into right relationship with him. She's come to faith, and Jesus has lost, and he's glad to have lost. I think there's a fair indication that when Jesus says, you know, I've not been sent here for the likes of you, that he's kind of foxing a little bit, that he's He's playing. Because, you know, well, if you haven't been sent to the Canaanites, then what the heck are you doing in Tyre and Sidon? If you haven't been sent to anyone outside the house of Israel, why are you outside the borders of Israel? And everything of Jesus' public ministry points to the fact that he's expanding the family of God to include all of humanity. So these words of Jesus really do take on the character of a game. right? Listen again to what happens in the gospel. She comes up to him, Sir, son of David, take pity on me. My daughter is tormented by a devil. And then there's silence. And then she keeps going on and on and on. And the disciples just, they say, look, just give her what she wants because, you know, she's annoying. Now, interestingly, right, notice what the disciples want to do. They want to get rid of her. Jesus wants to do the opposite. He wants to bring her to himself. But after the response of silence comes this game, this game of being hard to get. He says in reply, I was sent only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. But the woman comes up and kneeling at his feet says, Lord, help me. And then, you know, part two of the game. It's not fair to take the children's food and throw it to the house dogs, but she retorts, "Ah, yes, sir, but even the house dogs eat the scraps that fall from their master's table. So what's happened? In the midst of this game, the woman has come forward, knelt before Jesus, and placed herself under his lordship. She's declared that she is now his. And the Lord clearly receives her as one of his own. You've got great faith. Let your wish be granted. Well, he just said that it's not fair to take the food for the children and throw it to the house dogs. Well, Jesus has now given her food. Why? Because she's a child. She is one of the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Why? Not because she's Canaanite or not because she's Jewish, but because she has placed herself at the feet of the Lord. It actually turns out to be a really beautiful encounter. Troubling, but but beautiful. But I suppose it asks the question then of us. Does Jesus sometimes play this game with you and me? Are our prayers sometimes met with silence? Does Jesus sometimes withhold his grace from us so that we would run up to him, kneel before him, call him Lord, and allow ourselves to be possessed by him? Yeah, I think he might. I think he probably does. I suppose the question then turns to us, do we give up in our prayers before we actually defeat Jesus? If it feels like he's playing hard to get, he wants us to win. It's a game he wants to lose. So let's not grow tired and come before the Lord kneeling and like the Canaanite woman say, Lord, help me. At the Saviour's command and formed by divine teaching, we dare to say, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ.
1: For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever.
0: Let us welcome Christ into our hearts with an act of spiritual communion.
1: My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament. I love you above all things and I desire to receive you into my soul. Since I cannot, at this moment, receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there, and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen.
0: The Lord be with you.
1: And with your spirit.
0: May Almighty God bless you At the foot of the cross, you participated in Jesus' pain with steadfast faith. You, salvation of the Roman people, know what we need. We are certain that you will provide, so that as you did in Cana of Galilee, joy and feasting might return after this moment of trial. Help us, Mother of Divine Love, to conform ourselves to the Father's will and to do what Jesus tells us.